how cool would it be if all of your digital marketing as well as your physical marketing could be done together and in sync? Wouldn't that be great? Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And in just a moment, we're going to be speaking with marketing expert Jesse Stein. Before we get to Jesse, just a couple of quick reminders. As always, first, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for supporting our podcast. Please check out our sponsors and also tell a friend about the show. Think of one other realtor that's struggling right now, especially with their marketing, send them a link over to our website so they can hear this episode. Keepingitrealpod.com is where all of our episodes live. Of course, they also are on every single podcast app there is out there. So tell someone else in your office, you'd be doing us a huge favor. So thank you. And you know what? Let's just get right to it. My conversation with Jesse Stein. Today on the show, we have Jesse Stein from audience.co. Let me tell you more about Jesse. Now, Jesse has an impressive background as a serial entrepreneur. He's founded, grown, and sold multiple online ventures throughout his career. His notable ventures include sportsmemorabilia.com, also a skincare brand, and dietspotlight.com. In addition to his entrepreneurial success, Jesse is a domain name expert who founded and sold Soho Digital for $32 million. He's made angel investments in several companies such as Integral Ad Science, TMRW, Distillery, Data World, Sketchy, Blanket, and Whereby Jesse. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, and Whereby. Uh, also, Jesse holds an MBA from the Wharton School an MA in International Studies from University of Pennsylvania's Lauder Institute, and a BA with honors in Sociology and Asian Studies from UC Santa Barbara and Sophia University in Tokyo. Please, uh, ev- oh, for to learn all things Jesse, check out his newest venture, audience.co. That's audience.co, and we're going to be speaking about that today. Jesse, welcome to the show. Thanks, DJ, for having me. It's an amazing uh, pedigree. Um, 
your your background, your vitae, as as they say. I, I love reading um, back, and I I would really, you know, this is a more unusual episode for us. So traditionally, we're or normally we're we're speaking just to real estate agents about how they became successful, and very rarely do we talk to sort of experts out tangentially related to real estate, but but not specifically out there producing. But I'm really excited to chat with you because you've been a digital marketer for, oh gosh, 20 plus years. And I am excited to learn some of your sort of success uh, secrets and what you might suggest our audience part, you know, start paying attention to in 2023. Likewise, really excited to add value to, to you guys. You can get your your money back, but you can't get your time back. So I really appreciate all the listeners um, here, and I just want to add. I just want to add value. Great, yeah. Well, let's let's start. I would love to hear about the start of your digital marketing journey. Like, um, how did you get into the digital marketing space? I just graduated from Wharton in the late '90s, and right place, right time, beginning of the commercial internet, New York City. I was just married. Started. Uh, a company called Soho Digital, which you had mentioned, and grew it into a $30 million interactive agency, sold it in 2005, and there really learned how to build sales funnels, buy online media, and do SEO. And all that became the foundation, really, for my digital marketing career. And after that, I got into domaining after I sold that. You had mentioned that. So I bought mm -hmm. hobbies.com, biking.com, boating.com, yachting.com, all these like really category defining domain names. And the plan was to take these domain names and build them into full fledged businesses, the way that you would buy beachfront real estate and build a condo tower. But the one that really took off was sportsmemorabilia.com. And raw, bought that as a completely raw domain in 2005 and with a group of people eminently smarter and more talented than me, which is a common thread that runs through my career. We built it into the biggest autograph store on the internet, top 500 internet retailer, and we sold it to Fanatics in 2013. And along the way, I built um, with business partners, a skincare company to 50 million bucks, sold it in 2009. And that was all direct to consumer via internet and then started dietspotlight.com, which became one of the biggest nutrition and diet websites on the internet. And at SportsMem, we were sending handwritten notes to our customers. And we noticed that the customers that received the handwritten notes, now I'm kind of segueing into audience.co, which yeah. is the company that, um, sends handwritten notes on behalf of realtors to help them drive more listings. And we combine the handwritten notes with digital marketing. So it's really cool. We use the handwritten note as a Trojan horse. But at sportsmemorabilia.com, we were sending notes. And we noticed that the clients that receive notes spent way more money with us. So if someone had bought a Interesting. Microsoft, yeah, they sent way more money, spent way more money with us, but there was no scale to it because we were having... Right. You know, warehouse workers and consultants and admin staff send the notes. The handwriting was often embarrassing. Sure. So like there was no scale to it. We were waiting for someone to, to do this. And so three years ago, hired a team of software engineers and we built these robots and the software and they hold pins and they write precisely like humans. And we can go into that more DJ, but that's kind of the genesis of my digital marketing career. 
Well, that's really fascinating. So I want to go back to the the handwritten note, um, just sort of metric that you were you were mentioning that you noticed that so somebody would buy something, uh, they buy a, a piece of sports memorabilia, you'd write a hey, thanks for being a customer, we really appreciate it. You know, someone would write it, maybe it would look nice, maybe it wouldn't. But regardless, those people would then return and spend more money. That's exactly right. We noticed there was a direct correlation between, and we would run these A-B tests where the control control group would be the customers that didn't receive notes. And then we'd take a look at the lifetime value of the customers that did. And it was just way beyond uh, any kind of statistical probability. Those that received notes spent way more money, were more loyal, left better reviews, were happier clients, and so on and so forth. But again, there was no scale to it. And that was the key. And then there was no combination with the the note in digital marketing, which is absolutely critical, which I can talk about um, a little bit later on in the show if you want. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. I I think this idea of the return to pen and paper um, is... Well, I, I don't know that we've returned to pen and paper. I don't know that we'll ever return to pen and paper as a society, but there is something maybe even more magical these days about receiving a, a, a handwritten note. Um, I, I, I can count on one hand the number of handwritten notes I receive um, from anyone, uh, you know, I, outside of birthday cards and things. But just in a year, maybe I get three or four, maybe, uh, maybe that's even high. But every single time I do receive what I believe to be as a handwritten note, whether it's, you know, uh, helped with robots, uh, with pens, or if it's somebody actually using their hand, I read every single word because um, I don't know, I, I guess we're just hardwired to sort of appreciate that more. I'm not even sure exactly why that captures my attention more than an email, but it, we, we all know just intrinsically that it does. Um, and it's also a lost art. It's something that, you know, obviously, you know, all, a lot of industries have moved very far away from. Um, but there is something very, I would say, connecting about handwritten notes. It feels it feels intimate and it feels special and it makes the other person feel very, um, yeah, very, very grateful, I'd say. Um, so curious to get your thoughts on why handwritten notes, why, why do you think that's working so well? Yeah. Just like anything, when you zoom in the devil's in the details. So it's the way that we engineer the note. And then the key is the way that we combine it with, AI and digital marketing, which I'll talk about in a second. And all the components are key, just like like anything. So what we do with the note is we print it. I'm just holding up, obviously the people listening won't be able to see this, but we print it on a thick stock card. We, uh, there's, as it turns out, there's an ideal character length. So you want your notes, whether you work with us or whether you try it yourself, you want your handwritten notes, if you're a realtor, to be right around 650 characters. This is enough character length to be able to tell your story about, for example, how you just listed 17 Chestnut Street in Toledo, Ohio. And you can even include a a short market report there as well in the 650 characters. Then what you want to do is you want to create a graphic on the front of the note that aligns with 
the neighborhood. So it'd be a local landmark. And then you want to apply a filter to the graphic to make it aesthetically pleasing, like a water uh, color or an impressionistic filter. And then you want your note card to be, we've learned all this through trial and error. You want your note card to be a bifold note. So what it does is, so the card is bifold. And of course the envelope is handwritten as well. But but never use pre-canceled stamps. So the Mm -hmm. temptation is to save a little bit of money by using the pre-canceled stamp. As it turns out, people really notice that. So use a real first-class postage stamp, cost you 62 cents. Handwrite the envelope, should be thick stock. And then that will get get the note from the mailbox to the kitchen counter, okay? And then it'll optimize for open rate, which is great. So you have it open, but now they crack it open, they pull out the note, and it needs to be aesthetically so, so they open the note, they see something, a landmark that they recognize and that a landmark that is likely to make them feel good about their community or wherever their geogra- geographical location. So they see something they recognize in a cool way with a cool filter on it that's on the cover. And then they're like, oh, I know what that is. Um, and then they, and by the way, we're really talking in, in this particular uh, example about a cold uh, male. Mailer. So somebody, some somebody receives, you know, a handwritten note on on heavy stock, um, a, a real stamp, not a not a stamp machine. Um, they open it up. They see something they recognize. They still don't really know what it is. They open it up, and okay, I just wanted to sort of catch our audience yeah, up. To where we were. Absolutely. So, and we can also talk to how to use these notes again, whether you work with us or whether you try it yourself. How you use notes for both geographic farming and to nurture your sphere. So there's two different ways. For example, Tom Ferry, who's seen every single real estate tool on earth, decided to invest in us. And he's a very happy client. So is Chris Heller, who you've interviewed. He's a former CEO of Keller Williams. You can ask all these people. You can go to our site. There's dozens and dozens of testimonials from top agents. Feel free to reach out to any of them. But they've opened the envelope. They take out the note. They read it. There should be no bait and switch element whatsoever to to the note or any any of the marketing you do for that matter. And remember, in general, your marketing should be about adding value, right? About guiding more, about educating more, about helping more, about serving more, about mitigating and answering questions more than any other realtor in, in your neighborhood. So that's why our template library which is vast. And we've sent millions and millions of notes. So we know precisely the note templates that work depending upon the touch. So you've just sold a house. We know what touch number one needs to look like, touch number three. And in general, the common thread that runs through everything we do is it's all about adding value. It's all about educating. It's all about helping that homeowner make the right decision, whether they go with you or not. So they've opened, they've taken the, the note out. They've noticed the beautiful graphic. They've read it. And then what's really important is to include a QR code sticker on there. And you you can't print the QR code sticker. You need to actually have a real sticker. You can't just print the QR code on there because that looks mechanical. So Right. The and it's sort of the whole thing sort of falls apart at that point. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the illusion kind of falls apart. Yeah. So make sure that the stamp on the front of the envelope is slightly off kilter. Make sure that the QR code sticker is slightly off kilter and 
what you want to do is you want to record a short either YouTube video or a video that, that's on your brokerage website that is not personalized to the individual homeowner because that's way too much work, but personalize it to their neighborhood. Hey, greetings, Key Biscayne oh, resident. Thank you. Greetings, Key Biscayne that. resident. Thank you so much for scanning my note. I just wanted to include a little market report, let you know I've listed a few homes in your area. I'm at your service. I produce quarterly market reports. Remember, give, 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 then yeah. get later. So it's all it's all about adding value. So you add the value, you have the QR code sticker, then here's the real power of the notes and the real secret. Twofold. Number one, you can now use the note as a Trojan horse to market to that homeowner in a variety of different ways. Okay, that's why I named the company audience.co. I didn't name it something old school with handwriting or addresses or something else because I knew it's all about taking a cold audience and it's about warming up that audience. So now you can even go door knocking if that's your thing. You can, next time you see them at a networking event, and by the way, run this experiment, send a hundred of our handwritten notes or do them yourself to a hundred households, go door knocking. You will be completely blown away at how receptive and warm and welcoming those homeowners are because you've generated the most important thing of all, which is reciprocity. You have sent them a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing note that guess what? You've optimized for the second secret, which is they've kept and displayed it. So the decision to sell one's home is a really high consideration, high dollar amount, very, very among the biggest decisions any consumer ever makes. So what are the chances that they're actually going to be interested in listing their home on the day you send the note? Very, very slim. Yeah, zero. <laughs> zero. Zero. So yeah. as it turns out, handwritten notes, and I've been a marketer now for almost 25 years, this is the one medium that defies the time-space continuum. And let me, let me explain that because that sounds a little bit esoteric. There, as long as you make it aesthetically pleasing and engineer it in the way I've talked about with a thick stock note, the bifold note, the note will end up on their kitchen counter, will end yep. up on their home office desk, will end up even on the refrigerator in a magnet, even on their mantle, and they will remember you. And they will have a warm feeling and they will feel the sense of reciprocity. And so when they are interested in selling their home, you are absolutely going to be top of mind. I don't care if you're new to the farm, if someone else has been farming that neighborhood for generations, the fact that you took the time to send these beautiful handwritten notes with a real first class postage stamp will resonate. Then use them as a Trojan horse. So what you want to do now and what our platform does is we find, first of all, our lead filtering database makes it so we only send notes to the most likely to sell households. So when we have map functionality where you can freehand draw and you can literally take a scalpel out and get super surgical with your lead. So if you listed at home at 17 Chestnut Street, you can then hit surrounding households with our notes, but only the households that are most likely to sell. So we have 200 plus filters. So you can filter by owner age, equity level, how long ago the COO was issued and so on and so forth. Then what we do is we find all the email addresses 
of all, this is where my digital marketing background comes in. We find sure. all the email addresses of all the primary and secondary owners. We find all their LinkedIn profiles and we find all their other social handles. And then we have an app that you go to and you automatically follow up. So it's using the, the note as a Trojan horse. A week later from our system, the homeowner gets an email with a subject line that says, did you receive my handwritten note? And this, will double, this will double or triple response rate. So response is typically all in after all of our follow-up between three and 5%, which is 10 to 12 times the response of normal direct. Yeah. Response. Yeah. Exceptional. That's, That's exceptional. So, so let, let's go through the, I want to go through the workflow again, because this is, this, you're kind of blowing my mind with all this. So, okay. So I, I just sold a home in a neighborhood. I am going to now farm the rest of that neighborhood. I want everybody to know that I just sold this home. I'm going to send them each uh, a handwritten note through your company. We're going to slice up the neighborhood. Um, it's going to have an aesthetically pleasing picture on the front so that they're going to want to display the card just like they would a birthday card on their mantle or or on their thing because it's something that relates to their community it's also cool looking and on the inside it's going to have a, a note with some sort of a value add in there an introduction and a qr code sticker which would then link them to a video um, maybe you're using bomb bomb or loom or youtube or whatever you record some sort of video specific to that neighborhood like hey guys i am so and so i just sold blah 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 uh, and um, I would love the opportunity to work with you. Here's some information about your, mar I, or I can give you a market update or whatever. You come up with some sort of um, message in the video, and then uh, and then your system is going to go in and also identify those homeowners. We're gonna we're gonna look we're gonna solve for social media accounts. We're going to pair them with um, any information that you can find, and then you have an app that will allow you to then start to follow those people. And you can start to then, you know, reach them in, in other mediums, such as on the digital side. Is, is that where? So it kind of goes. So you're saying the Trojan horse is the the uh, the, the physical, um, the, you know, card that they're that that your team is doing. But you guys aren't just the card company. You're like, oh, we're gonna go way way beyond that because now we're gonna we're gonna go from physical to digital. You got it. And we were even uh, inside of your app. You'll even find optimized LinkedIn content. Uh, that you can post directly onto your LinkedIn account or on Quora or other channels sure. that positions you as the authority. And that's all included in the platform. So it really is wow. a uh, holistic marketing platform. And then on the back end, uh, I didn't want to get into the weeds too much, but this is super cool. So what happens is that follow-up email sequence that I talked about after you send the handwritten note, it's a very deliberate and intentional sequence that's been totally optimized. And the and first drips. one, the first one, yeah, drips. And the first one is very simple. The first email comes a week after our notes are sent. Did you with, get the note? Yeah, kind of. Thing. Did you get the note? And it and it says, I fear I may have sent it to the wrong address. I sent it. <laughs> It, I sent it here and uh, and it lists the person's address. That gets an eight to 12% response rate, which for anyone sending cold email, really? it's, it, it's amazing. It, it, people lose their minds when they use the, the platform because it's all been optimized so well. Now, the second touch is even cooler. So what we do is we use, I've been using, we collectively as a company have been using ChatGPT for two years now. So we've really gotten a chance, we've created tens of thousands of articles with it. So we really know 
how to use it. What we do is we take your bio as a realtor, we combine that with information about the homeowner's home, everything from number of bedrooms to do they have a swimming pool, you, you name it, okay? With that month's market report for Toledo, Ohio, or whatever neighborhood yeah. you're going after, what we, what we do is we combine all three and it creates a letter that says, hey, I sent you an email a week ago and just wanted to let you know that I really did my research. And this is why I would love to have a conversation with you to at least get you a sense of what your home is valued at. And then it says, your home is this, your home is that. By the way, I, I always love to add value. Here's what's happening in Toledo real estate market. Yeah. Listings have been down 21%, blah, 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 blah. It's sure. very organic, feels very casual, and it blows people's minds. And that gets a really high response rate too. So that's all part of the audience platform. And I guess maybe the best part about all of this is it's to some degree automated, right? Like there's manual review, of course, of of everything before it goes out so that, you know, to make sure that it's, it, you know, it's in alignment with the branding and, and, and all that. But the idea that it really takes a lot of that leg, well, it takes all, almost all of the leg work off of the agent's plate. And and you were saying at the beginning, you, you know, the one thing you, you can't get back is time, right? So this idea of this actually is, I mean, I can't even imagine how much time th this would, I mean, it's just incredible. It, it, just for our audience, the, and, and Jesse, you, you'll know this, but I, but I believe the the average return rate on a um on, on a on a physical mailer is like if you get one percent you're a genius like and so you're we're now talking about you know ten times that possibly depending on on how you do it but it's all sequential right it's not, these are not one offs one offs we find you know have a very limited return so we're talking about as a sequence so we're really just initiating sequence so your your team does all of this. Our team does all of it. We even automatically detect uh, when you list or sell a home and we trigger an email to you and we've already set up your campaign. And what we do automatically, programmatically, is we take the home that you just listed at, or sold and then we take it the, the cover image that you featured on Zillow or Realtor.com yeah. And if the home is not aesthetically pleasing, which some are not necessarily, or if it's the front of an apartment or whatever, we apply a watercolor filter to it or an impressionistic filter to it. It makes, makes it look cool, yeah. It look cool. And then we give you some of our best performing just listed, just sold templates. You literally click on the link in the email. It takes you directly to the map where we've already pre-selected the most likely to sell households around the house you just listed or sold, which you can, you can edit and change to your heart's content. And then within 30 seconds, you can trigger a mailer to 100 or 200 households. So what clients consistently tell us, and they've used every solution in the book, is sure. this is the easiest, fastest, cheapest way to drive listings and, and then to form deeper relationships with my sphere. And that's what everyone wants. And one caveat emptor is it's not for uh, agents that want instant gratification. Right. This takes time. You have to be persistent. You have to be consistent. If you got a listing on our first mailer or two, second mailer, it was probably just luck or the right place 
at the right time. This is for agents that want to sell dramatically more homes over the coming years. And this is not, by the way, this is not for folks that are just dabbling in real estate. We're right. real estate is just a hobby. These, this is really the audience platform is for agents that are super ambitious and want to make this a career and want to form real deep relationships with the folks in their in their farm and sphere. And so do the agents have direct edit, editorial control over over the content so they can put their final approval and touches on it in case, you know, there's certain things that your team wouldn't know to, to put in? A hundred percent. So you can go right into the app uh, and do that. There's like a million ways to contact us. You can go to audiencehelp.com and there's someone right there on a live Zoom. And then we have uh, a large, very talented customer success group. So we can work with you one-on-one -on -one to make sure your campaign is perfect before it goes out. By the way, I'm, I want to just completely stop what we're talking about just to share one thing about Jesse that was very impressive to me, um, which uh, I, I want to give you a compliment because uh, I can count also on one hand the number of times this particular strategy uh, has has even come across my desk um, in the last since I started this podcast, which was about six years ago. So. For all of our listeners, um, one of the neat things about having a podcast that that people listen to is publicists find out about it, um, and and you just start getting blanketed with every guest request you can imagine, which is very fun and cool, and it means you don't have to go out looking for guests, which is very helpful. But it's also challenging because you get uh, lots of guest requests you have to filter through. Um, they're almost ninety nine point nine percent of them are are email based. Um, Jesse did something very unusual, and I and I, I think this is a really great lesson that you can take. It's um, into your real estate practice, and he did something very very cool. He was down in his uh, in one of his um, factories where, where his um, robots were were in the process of of writing cards, you know. And and I've seen this before. This isn't uh, this particular technology isn't actually new. You know, robots writing handwritten cards is is not really all that unique. However, um, so he, he was down in his, in his, in his workshop uh, with all these different machines going around. He was like, hey, man, I want to be on your podcast. Here's all the things I can talk about. And he literally didn't say, like, look at how cool our robots are. He was like, here's what I can do for your podcast. Here's what I can give to your listeners. So he employed the same exact strategy that, um, that he's actually suggesting you might want to use in this case, you know, with the QR code on the inside of the, uh, of the mailer that you send that goes to a video, Jesse sent me a video. Um, and it literally was, here's what I can do for you. Meaning here's how I can help your show. And usually that's not the way pitches come across. And immediately, as soon as I saw it, I just said, book it immediately book it. And, and we, we reject most of the, the, the requests we get, but because it it was it felt like he was doing something special for me, which he was. He was making a video just for me, and it had my name in it and all of that. And and I went, gosh, you know, realtors should be doing more of these kind of of video messaging. Um, it's something that I, I'm, I, you know, if you're going to text somebody, turn the phone around, make a little video message. If I mean, if it's just a text, which a one line text, and you don't have to. But if you really want to say something to somebody, turn the phone around, send it as a you know as a text or as a video message. Um, boy, that really got me, and I just wanted to congratulate you for that. That really caught my attention. And and the other thing too is you're not just writing cards. You have this entire platform. Most companies that do this just do the handwritten cards, and and, and that's it. 
Um, you guys are like, no, 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 that's just the beginning. We actually are using that as the, uh, as you say, the Trojan horse to get in, to sneak in under, under the, under the, the door. And then we're going to, now we have everything and we're going to be marketing you for it to, you know, indefinitely. Oh, I appreciate that DJ. That means, means a lot to me. And yeah, so I would encourage anyone listening to just make sure that you like the best way to add value is to think about what are, what do I do uniquely? What do I know? Do I know pre-construction projects better than anybody else? Do I have, you know, a relationship with the head of admissions at a private school in my, in my area? You know, how is it that I can create content to give, 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 and then get? And then I think a mistake that I've noticed a lot of people make is when they do talk about what they know, they, it often comes off as preachy. It often comes off as you should instead of I did. And so you know, Alex Ramosi talks about this a lot of, you know, Gary, Gary V and others. And it's so important. It's so easy to miss. But the moment you say you should, everybody tunes out. Right. right? So the, the difference, like Alex Ramosi likes to talk about is, you know, you should have oatmeal for breakfast yeah. versus I had oatmeal for breakfast. <laughs> right. Right. One's, a, one's a judgment and the other's a, a statement. A thousand percent. And I know it's, it sounds obvious, but. No, it's a, but it's a good, it's a good one. You'll immediately differentiate yourself from everyone else. Yeah. I can tell you among the top real estate agents in, in all of Miami, his name is David Siddons. He sold uh, $600 million in real estate last year. Very, very talented guy. <laughs> and he is all about adding value. And so he's constantly interviewing, you know, the important influencers in the neighborhood, the heads of admissions for schools. He's creating content on his blog. And I really encourage everybody listening to not build their businesses on rented land. And what I mean by that, and I know I'm getting far afield from, from handwritten notes, but I told you I just wanted to add value, is that even if you're with an amazing brokerage, a Keller Williams, a EXP, a Douglas Elliman, whoever it is, make sure that you build your own website and you build an amazing content. And by the way, the brokerages will love this. And you're driving leads to that website, building SEO, building expertise, authority, and trust, because who knows if you're going to be at that same brokerage 10 years from now. And right. the, the important thing is to not build your business on rented land. And by the way, the brokerages love this because you know that you'll take so much ownership over your own website and you'll build that out and it'll only benefit that brokerage. So all the content that you build, think about, at least the way that we do it, is think about how can I add value? How can I give, 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 and make sure you don't build that content on rented land, i.e. on somebody else's platform. Build it on yeah. That's a good point because realtors move. They move firms. Even if you're, if you're listening now thinking, I am never leaving my firm, just assume that someday something happens and you have to move your firm. So whether you want to or not, when you have your own assets and you're not reliant upon the companies 
uh, tools and technologies, then you know a lot of times those go away when you when you move. Sometimes you can port them over to the new firm. Oftentimes you can't. You want to build your own assets, and that also becomes almost I think uh, could be a, a way to leverage a higher commission split too. If you're like, hey, I don't need your stuff. I've got my own. Um, I, you know, that could become a point of negotiation when you're looking at other brokerages. I wanted to ask you though about backtoaudience.co, which again, I'm, I'm just completely, my mind is spinning with all of these, uh, all of the, the services you guys offer. Let's talk ROI because everybody wants to know what's the ROI. Now, obviously this, the, you know, what, what are you usually seeing, um, from your successful realtor clients? Yeah, on, on average, so we've done a retroactive um, analysis uh, over the last two and a half years across thousands of agents. So uh, eighteen month, after 18 months, it's about 16.2x. So what we do is we look at, yeah, what we look at are actual sales, um, but not only actual sales, because we're not the rooster taking credit for the sun rising. So the easy thing to do would be to would be to be the, the company that says, oh, yeah, we sent a note to that homeowner and that homeowner listed and sold with you. Therefore, we take 100 percent credit for that sale. No, that would be the rooster taking credit for the sun rising. So what we do is we go back to the realtor and say, hey, um, were we responsible? It's kind of like in digital marketing, first touch, last touch. Like, how do you do attribution modeling on this sure. marketing channel? So you have to be honest. You can't sand off the truth and put varnish on it. So that's why we go to our realtor clients and we yeah, say- Yeah, this is the manual part where you're like, did this, was this because of us? Yeah. <laughs> so, so many times it's, you know, it, it's never one thing. Right. right. I mean, it would be arrogant of me to say that, that we, you know, the handwritten note was the reason why they listed their five million dollar home, uh, you right. know, or whatever value home. No, it's a combination of things, and that's why we offer in our platform uh, this integration, this digital handshake. You have to follow the user journey from the mailbox to the inbox, so to speak. You have to follow them from the note to where they are, which is digital. And so that's that's what we do. And so we we ask our realtor clients, um, estimate uh, to what extent did we assist in the sale? And sometimes it's 10%, sometimes it's 50%, sometimes it's 80%. But we take that percentage and we multiply it across everybody and we use we throw out the high and the low and we use statistical analysis. And then we come up with the number, which is after 18 months of working with audience. 16.2. You spend a dollar with us, you're going to get 16, $16.20 back. And, but the caveat is you have to do the follow-up. The, right. fortune, the fortune is in the follow-up. So yep. Do not work with us if you don't use the whole. It's platform. not a set and forget. Nope. Nope. Nothing is. And any marketer, any channel that says that you're going to, you're going to, you know, um, lose lose fat while you sleep or you know or or gain <laughs> muscle mass while you sleep run away yeah. you're a huckster right. we're not that right. we, we're we're a very powerful integrated marketing platform but you do you do have to follow up like anything boy um you, you're you're it, it, I, I think I think the industry has needed a, pro, a, a service like this, and it sounds like I'm doing a commercial for you, and I'm I'm not. Um, although if you ever do need someone to do a commercial, no, I'm teasing. But <laughs> um, but but seriously, I, I I've been in this industry for 13 years, and I've yet to see this exact 
um, process from from sort of A to Z, in, it also incorporating AI, which um, which of course is is big in the news right now. I think so many of our realtors have probably been on Chat GPT and uh, GPT and tried tried a few things and then gone, okay, I don't totally know what to do with this yet. Um, I like that you guys have been working with it for years and have actually sort of extracted out some of the best sort of best practices for your particular uh, sequences. And this idea of, cause like, I know for me, when I, when I use chat GPT, oftentimes it's, it's good for like certain things. Um, it's not, it's only going to get smarter though. It's only going to get more sophisticated, but you know, right now if I'm like, Oh, you know, if I, well, anyway, I've done, I've done lots of different experiments with it. I find it very interesting, but I, I use it in a pretty dumb way. I don't really know how to elegantly extract good data out of there. You guys have been doing this for years, so you do know how to do that. So like if I say, hey, write me a persuasive recruiting email for this realtor that I want to recruit to our firm, it doesn't come back with anything too impressive because I'm not really giving it a, a, a very super specific question. I'm just sort of saying, hey, just kind of search around online, find something that that you think might make sense, and it comes back. But it helps maybe with creativity, helps some starting points, but it isn't really a set and forget product right now. It's just kind of like maybe gives me a few ideas. Um, but what you guys have done is actually you've done you've done all the heavy lifting to determine this works, this doesn't work. Here are the metrics. You're, you're all um, you know objectively based, so you're 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 looking across the board at the numbers. And I mean, gosh, uh, if I could get a, a 16 times return on every dollar I spend on anything, uh, I would be a pretty happy person. So this isn't a inexpensive platform, however, of course, but it shouldn't be, and, and of course, it wouldn't be. For 16 times return, and of course, it's not going to be inexpensive. But that's why this, you know, I can't even imagine the amount of time and energy and money you guys have invested into this entire system. Um, if anyone wants to learn more, uh, audience.co is the place to go. Um, Jesse, what what else should agents? Okay, let's let's like like wipe the slate clean for a second. I want to talk specifically about Instagram and Facebook only because. I think realtors tend to live on Instagram and Facebook on, with their social media lives. Um, TikTok's becoming more prevalent for realtors, but I still think most agents are are hanging out on Instagram and maybe in Facebook. You know, I don't know which. Probably Instagram's doing a little bit more traffic than than Facebook for realtors these days. But I don't know. Um, what are agents doing wrong? And what would you recommend that maybe they could make a slight shift or or major shift that would uh, they get better results from? Yeah. So two words, <laughs> vertical video. This is the first time in the history of the commercial internet and the history of social media that where you can take one format and distribute it out natively to all the platforms. So Instagram is now native vertical video. So that is holding your phone up like a phone, so not landscape. So holding your phone up and shooting a video, a video walking around the neighborhood, a video of a listing, a video of a of a you know a new construction, you, you name it, right? That's ver vertical video, as produced or unproduced as you want to make it. You can then distribute that out to Instagram natively, Twitter natively, Facebook, and of course. The most important uh, up-and-comer 
uh, TikTok. Yep. And so people just think, oh, isn't TikTok for selling, you know, hoodies to 14 year olds? <laughs> Not at all. It's so beyond that. And there's hundreds of really forward looking realtors who are silently crushing it on yeah. TikTok because it's underpriced attention because there's very few people there. So what I always look for are the opportunities where there aren't many people there and you've got two to three year runway now on TikTok. And the beauty is you can use a social media management software tool like a Hootsuite, H-O-O-T sure. suite, right? And you can use that tool, shoot your vertical video, and then you can blast it out. And guess what? I bet some of you are thinking, well, YouTube, isn't that landscape? No, YouTube Shorts, which you may have noticed if you're a YouTube consumer, YouTube Shorts, which are a minute or less, that's all native vertical. So the world is going native vertical video, and it's really, really important to get on that bandwagon. And then the last thing I'll say is 800 to 1,000 word articles on LinkedIn. Crush it. And you can- Wow, on LinkedIn, okay. On LinkedIn. So algorithmically, LinkedIn has never been about video, and I can talk to you about why because of all of its back-end training and how they actually make their, their money. 800 to 1,000 word articles uh, about your neighborhoods, uh, market reports, and so forth. Try to, and you, a maximum of four hashtags on LinkedIn, and you want to post these articles. And then the key is you want to connect with as many people as you can. Like when you subscribe to audience, we get you all the LinkedIn profiles of right. all the homeowners in your farm. So you've got those. And then what you can do is you can use uh, an automated tool like an Octopus CRM, which is a Chrome extension to automatically connect to everyone on LinkedIn. And then when you post your content, they all see it. So those two things, vertical video and 800 to 1000 word articles on LinkedIn. I love it. I'm gonna, I, you know, it's funny. I, I'm gonna reach out Jesse to you because I want to explore doing vertical video for uh, recruiting purposes for my our brokerage. So um, I want to talk about how to do that in, in LinkedIn uh, offline. So I am excited. Th this is one of the most exciting conversations I've, I've had over the years. I'm really, really thrilled. I really want everyone to think about their we know that realtors uh, are dealing with lots of reactive stuff. So all day long, you're getting emails, texts, phone calls. You're getting just lots of messages of things you have to deal with in the moment to secure a deal, to deal with a current client. Um, you know, and and all of that just is going to interrupt your day and take your time. We, we know this. It just happens happens to me. I don't even practice real estate personally, even though I have a license. Um, and, and But we have 800 agents here, so I'm getting their their uh, challenges all day long as well. So I know the, the challenges that realtors face. One of the hardest things to do is to consistently eke out these marketing strategies and to be able to consistently get them running day in, day out. Because let's face it, you just got a lot of things to do. Turning this over to a company where you can just kind of oversee and make your final edits, I think makes all the sense in the world. This again, this is what top agents are are using. So audience.co is the place to go to learn about how this works. Again, about a 16 times return on your investment after 18 months. Um, 
yeah, that's that's a that's that's beating what I'm getting in the stock market by about a million miles. So um, this is um, th- this is again, it, it's not we're not talking. What we're really talking about is growing your brand, and and by doing by utilizing tools like this, this will allow you to have more time to do what you do best, which I think is is the more one to one intimate relationships you know, the, the vulnerable, intimate sort of connections that you want to have with your clients, this allows you to, to, to do more of what you do best uh, speaking with clients, hanging out with them, you know, meeting their needs, allow Jesse and his team to do all the other backend stuff so that you guys can, you, you can do what you do best. So I, I'm a huge fan. Go to audience.co. Jesse, is there anything else uh, our, our audience should know about, about audience? Yeah. Well, I just wanted to uh, recognize you and what you do as uh, a perfect representation of the way that we like to guide our clients in terms of just add value, add value, add value. It's the reason why, one of the many reasons why Kale is so successful is because of what you do, DJ. And so you're, you are adding value guiding more, helping more, educating more, solving problems more by just having experts on here, myself not, I'm not positioning myself as an expert. Oh, no, you're an expert. (laughs) All the amazing realtors you have on here uh, and others. And so you really walk your talk and it's the reason why Kale crushes it and is able to offer the kinds of amazing commissions versus its competition that it does. And I just wanted to commend you for that. Thank, thanks, and and really grateful to all of our listeners as well for continuing to support this podcast. Uh, please, as you are, as we're getting close to the end here, please remember to tell a friend. Just think of one other realtor that is struggling with their marketing right now. And but guess what? In 2023, all realtors are struggling in some way. This is a tough year. Let's be honest about it and let's face it head on. And let's think about that this is the time to actually step on the gas and do more. A lot of agents are going to peel back because they're going to have to. This is the year that you want to step on the gas and and push forward and gain market share. So audience.co is the place to do that. Guys, check it out. It's really cool. I I don't have to to pitch anymore for Jesse because he he did a perfect job himself, but I want to become a customer. And um, so I'm going to look into this for my own efforts around recruiting. So um, I'm going to be using the same strategies you will likely be using if you check out audience.co. So check out audience.co. Jesse and his team are amazing. They're legit. Uh, he, he's got the track record to back it up and all the metrics and data. So Jesse, thank you so much for being on our show. You've been an amazing hour. Really appreciate you. And, um, uh, yeah. And for everyone else, again, tell a friend, uh, leave us a review too. let us know what you think of the show. Um, it really helps us, uh, know how to continue to improve to meet your needs. So Jesse, thank you so much on behalf of the audience and on behalf of Jesse and myself, want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, we will see you next time. Thanks, Jesse. Thanks, DJ.